0: Amen. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> Amen. Appreciate the Lord tonight. Anybody got anything on your heart before we get started? I don't want to get in your way if you want to be obedient to the Lord. Anybody? Testimony or anything? Well, if not, i like to say I'm glad I'm saved. Yes. And I'm glad that uh, 26 years ago this week, the third, I got to do what they got to do this morning. Yeah. And I give my life to Christ. Yeah. And He may become a new creature in Christ. and. So thankful that I'm saved too tonight. Don't never want to get over that. Uh, never forget the moment that God saved you. Apostle Paul always went back to, you know, what God did for him and how he saved him. And, you know, don't forget that. Amen. But if you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to uh, turn to Hebrews chapter 12. I, I'm not going to be there, I just want to read something. I want to reiterate something that Pastor uh, spoke about there. just want to read the scripture, say a few things, and go to the next spot God's laid upon my heart. But as me saying, it's my uh, 26 years being saved. Next month, the Lord lets me live. It'll be 25 years of ministry, no bragging to me, but thank God that God's still using me. Amen. Amen. And it's not about I. Amen. I mean, if you want to stand tonight, you're more than welcome Amen. to. I wasn't going to get you to, but if you want to stand to reference God's word. But I didn't say it in... Uh, in the time of prayer tonight, but I did mention it in Sunday school. There's two families on my heart tonight that some of their loved ones has went into eternity, and I hope and pray I grew up with them. I hope and pray that they were saved. I hope and pray they were saved and ready to meet the Lord as we're speaking. They're holding one of them's funeral, then the other one will be sometime this week. One died of natural well sickness, I guess, took him out, and the other one was apparent suicide. So, I'd like for y'all to remember that families and just, just pray that God. But you know what it did? It my mind about sin. Right, right, right. hey, Amen. I, I love every one of you. And I don't have I don't have a hot, godly love. i don't hate nobody tonight. Right. But I want to help you tonight. I, I feel like yeah. God wants to help somebody. And brother, we all may be on the altar yeah, before we're right. done. I I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, I told brother Aaron. I said he's giving me a tough one tonight. Yeah. I like preaching on salvation. I like preaching on the blood. and I like running. Somebody said if another one got saved, Greg, you probably took off running. Yeah, I like seeing people saved. You know why? Because they ain't going to hell. Amen. Amen. That's like one time, I believe, Way of Life Baptist Church, I believe Brother Johnny Gibson told the story that he was preaching on hell. and It was hot in there. You could feel the flames. But somebody in the back kept shouting. Kind of like Alex does every once in a while. Woo! And that man came up to that man after it was over, and he said, How could you be shouting over hell? He said, because I ain't going. Right, right, right. Yeah. Amen. So if the, the, the message don't hit Amen. you, just pray for that one it is yeah. because it could before we're done. Amen. Right. I don't mean to. I hit myself for it hit you. Amen. Amen. But here in Hebrews chapter 12, when you pray for us, like I said, uh, I've been preaching there for 25 years, but tonight my heart's really burdened for this and I, I hope and pray it'll be a help. And and Pastor touched us a little bit a couple weeks ago and and I want you to see this. And if you're saved tonight, you belong to Him. Amen. Right. You're not your own no more. You've been bought by a price. Look here at verse 1. Wherefore seeing also we're compassionate about with a great cloud of witnesses. Lay aside every way and the sin. Yes, right. Say it with me. The sin Amen. which so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race which is set before us. and I, I, but on, for, Hold your place before I go. Another, another thing that made me really think about this message, uh, and I'm going to throw a plug here. Brother J- Brian did a good job this morning in Sunday school class. And he taught on knowing your foe or knowing your enemy. And you guys that are sports fanatics, and, and you got to know your enemy. They like to know their strategies. He brought that out. And he brought out scriptures of knowing who Satan is. Amen. Yeah. Hey well, he's still real. Right. you yeah. He's come to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But he says there that sin was so easily beset us. Let us run the race with patience or endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him to endure such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest he be weary and faint in your own minds. For ye have not resisted unto the blood striving against sin. For have you forgotten? Notice that. Have you forgotten the exhortation of the encouragement which speaketh unto you as children? My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked. For whom the Lord loveth, he chastiseth. He scourges every son whom he receiveth. Thank God. For he endureth chastisement. God dealeth with you with sons. For a son is whom the Father chasteth not. But notice this, verse 8. For without chastisement, whereof are all partakers. Notice that, all are part. Every one of us, somewhere in our Christian life, you're going to get a spanking from God. You're not going to be perfect. I'll just tell you that right now. I mean, we strive for perfection. We want to live right. We want to do right. But there ain't one in here that's perfect. And if you are, you're greater than Jesus. But notice here, he said, But whom without chastisement, whereof are all partakers? There are ye bastards and not sons. You're illegitimate. You claim his name, but you do not have his blood. Notice this. Furthermore, you have the fathers of our flesh with corrected us, and we have given them reverence or honor. Shall we much more rather in the subjection of the Father of spirits, talking about God the Father, and live? And they verily which a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit they may be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening, of, but I want you to see this: for now no chastening, for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yield peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised. Thereby, Let us pray. Father, I come to you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I, I praise you for who you are and what you are. You are heavenly Father. And I pray tonight, God. Uh, for every need here, whatever it may be, you know our hearts and minds, and you're the searcher of every thought, and the Word of God exposes that, and it shows us who we are and what we can be. God, I pray tonight that you'll lead us, guide us, forgive us of our sins, our shortcomings, God. Be, help us, Lord, to be what you have us to be. As we yield to your Holy Spirit, I pray we surrender to you, God. Most of all, again, if there would be one lost, I pray you'd save, Lord. But God, there'd be one cold and and I pray you'd bring them back home, God, and show them that you love them and you care for them. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You can be. Sick if you can, but notice talking about chastisement, and I, I want to think about chastisement, and, and I, I, turn with me to Galatians, chapter five. I want you to see this, and I'm going to go somewhere with this. Galatians chapter five. And this is Apostle Paul writing to the church at Galatia. He's trying to instruct them and help them. Look here at verse, chapter five. Talking about. A lot of people today, that people don't even know what sin is anymore. Now I read a quote this week, what Radian Rogers said what sin is Galatians chapter 5. He said sin is not just breaking God's law, but it's breaking the very heart of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. And I want you to see this. Now the works of the flesh, verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, or which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulsions, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and like such, of which I have told you before, and I've also told you in times past, that they which do things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Notice that. Amen. That's the picture of what sin is. But look here, if we're saved, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Uh, Against such there's no law. And they that are of Christ have crucified the flesh and the affections and the lust. And if we live in the Spirit, also shall we walk in the Spirit. Amen. And that's a picture of a Christian walk. And I hope and pray you're doing that to the best of your abilities. But there's sometimes in your life as Christians we drop the ball. We fail and come short of the glory of God. Now I, I want to show you tonight. Turn with me to Psalms 39 or 38. I told Pastor today this, this message has probably been on my heart probably for a year. And God's given it to me tonight, and I hope and pray it's a help to you. I know it may be tough, but, but I'm telling you, you need it tonight. You, you, in your walks of life and I I don't know where uh, folk are tonight or how they feel that's when you and God and your walk in Christ I just got to preach what God gave me but I'm telling you we're living in deceiving days we're living in darkness days Uh, I don't know people don't have the right type of doctrine or what they're taught or they're teaching Uh, I mean because you know it and I know it Uh, things that people allow you'd never dream that they think is right. Men of God that used to stand in the pulpit and preach what thus saith the word of God, now they've compromised and allowing things to happen that would never happen. And I'm going to show you what will happen. Amen. Notice this here in Psalms 38. This is a psalm of David. If you've got a title over it, most of it says to bring to remembrance. Uh, and this is one of the penitent psalms. And this is one of the most, I guess, vivid pictures of what sin will do to you. And some believe this is actually maybe a, a, a psalm that is linked to David there when he fell with Bathsheba. And 2 uh, uh, Samuel chapter 17 when he had uh, Uriah got pregnant and then uh, or had uh, Bathsheba got pregnant and Uriah killed in battle. I mean, Uh, He's supposed to be God's... I mean, who are we talking about here? This is David. This is God's man uh, after his own heart. This is uh, the psalmist of David. This is the heart player. This is the rock thrower. This is the giant killer. And here he is. And David fell before God. So if anybody here think you're better than David, I'm here to tell you, you're not. He with sin cast the first stone. But here he is and... I want to show you the picture of sin and I want you to stay away from it because I'm telling you, there's heartache. It'll cost you more than you want to pay. Keep you on when you want to stay. Run you and run your life. I'm going to give you some things before I read. You know what sin does? Sin is a combination of three things. First of all, it's a weak, undetected weakness. Number two, it's an unexpected temptation. And number three, it's an unprotected life and you put all three things of those together, it makes it a great tragedy. Uh, Think about this. Reading after this minister that I found this, he said, talking to us ministers, if we do not stay on guard, they easily can fall into sin, creating a chain reaction and consequences. The sin of casualness leads to carelessness, which develops callousness, and which said for sin, it fascinates, then it assassinates. Amen? And over the years when a person becomes careless especially with those who have been in ministry for a long time think that they can never overcome by this sin or that sin. And when this is a particular sin that David here is adultery but it could be any sin here tonight. Whatever's holding you back or whatever's easily besetting you whatever's in your life. But I want to help you because like I said a person can come but callous careless and think they can't fall. But in doing so over the years we've seen people fall that you'd never think would fall. And there again we shouldn't put our hope in a man or a woman. We should put it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because He'll never fail you. He'll never forsake you. And He'll never leave you. Amen. Amen. But notice this. I want you to see that sin has a cost. And when you sin, dryness will come in your life spiritual dryness and a lack of joy and there's four steps that a person goes through when they sin but let us read look here verse one: Oh Lord rebuke me not in thy wrath neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure he knew God was on his tail he knew God child of God can you not tell when God is displeased with you when you sin the pastor don't have to tell you the man of God don't have to tell you. If you've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, living with you, I'm telling you, you'll be spanked the very moment you commit sin. Amen. Yep. And you say, Preacher, well, I didn't know it. Well, I'm telling you, the closer you get to God, the more you read your Scripture, the more you heed to God, you're going to know it. Because the Holy Spirit within, it tells you what's right and what's wrong. and Bible reading, but notice here, look here. He said, For thy arrows... That chastening. Thine arrows stick fast in me and thy hand pressed upon me sore. All oh, the pressing hand of God. Yeah. This is not lost, people. Right, right. This is God's man. Yeah. This is David, yeah. the shepherd king, yeah. the giant slayer. Yeah. Huh? Notice in verse 3. There's no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger. Neither is there any rest in my bones because of what? My sin, it's not my brother, it's not my sister, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. My sin, I don't know about you, but I know February 3rd, 1997, that's the greatest day of my life. And I've said this in other messages, when I saw my own sin, and I was the one who was lost without God. I was the one on the way to hell. But there again, after you get saved and and you begin to walk in Christ and you begin to grow in the milk and in the Word and you begin to walk with God, there'll be days that you don't do it right. 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 There'll be times that you'll make choices you shouldn't have made. Him to know do it to good and do it not to Him, it's sin. Amen. I'm not beating you over the head. I'm trying to help you. I'm laying a foundation tonight. Because I'm telling you, we're living in a society today that they teach and preach you get saved and it don't matter what you do, that's hogwash. That's not biblical preaching. Yes, I believe in eternal life. Yes, I believe in eternal spirit. I believe I'm going to heaven tonight. Yes. But I'm telling you, there's consequences when you allow sin to reign in your body. Yes. Yes. I believe it's yes. Romans chapter 6. says, No, therefore, let not sin reign in, thy, in your mortal body or have dominion over you. Why? Because it binds you. Notice what it said. He said there, the, the, the arrows stick me fast. He pressed upon me. I have no soundness in my... Do you think he's rejoicing? you think he's ready to run the aisle? He's in trouble. Yeah. And he says there neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. You can't become careless with sin and just play around with it and think it's okay, whatever that may be. There's a price for sin. What, uh, Romans chapter 6. For the wages of sin is death. And we know that to be eternal death for those who don't trust Christ. But it to be spiritual death. And he says here, for mine eyes, or mine my, or my iniquities, or my sins, are over my head. As a burden, they are as heavy for me. It became heavy. This is a man that loved God. This is a man that walked with God. And here he is. And the only reason I'm telling you this, I I want you to enjoy your Christian life. There's so many people today that are miserable. Yeah. And they're trapped. And with their mouth they say, I'm saved. But with their life they're miserable. Right. Amen. Huh? Right. And today folk think that they can hide their secret sin. You can't hide it. You may hide it from him or anybody in this church, but God knows what's going on. Amen. Right. And I've never figured that out. I know of individuals right now that folk go to different churches and they think nobody's going to find out about it. Who are they trying to fool? You can fool me all day. I don't care what you do. You're the ones going to have to answer to God for it. Amen. Uh-huh. 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 But you're not disaffecting yourself. You're affecting all them that are around you too. Amen, uh-huh. But he says or notice Verse 5. My wounds stink and they are corrupt because of what? My foolishness or my folly or my sin. I'm glad he's honest, ain't you? Uh, He's honest with God. And until you get honest with God, I don't care what you want. If you don't get honest with God, God can't help you. I don't care what weight you're carrying tonight. If you're not sincere with God, He can't help you. I don't care if you're an alcoholic. I don't care if you're a drug addict tonight. I mean, it might, you say, "Well, I don't look like a drug addict." Well, if you're hooked on prescription drugs, you're a drug addict. It's just been it's just been uh, by doctors prescribed. Amen. Uh, and I'm not being mean and ugly. And I've heard a preacher say I have to agree. Some people, if they quit running the doctors, if they just go to Doctor Jesus, it'd help them a whole lot better. Amen. Huh? They have to take a pill to lay down. They gotta take a pill to get up. If you just get to King Jesus, He'll make it all right, Mark. <laughs> he'll make it all right. Uh, David had to realize this because you, it had probably been a year. It had been a year since this had happened with Bathsheba, and he thought he'd gotten away from it and thought he'd get by with it, but there was a knock. I hate being Nathan. I don't like this. But I'm trying to help you, child of God. Well, if you're trapped in something tonight, he said I'm going to make a way of escape for you. Yeah, that's right. Huh? What pastor preached a couple weeks ago? Right. Be sure your sins will find you out. It ain't quite incidents that God told me to preach this tonight. Right. I'll just be honest. I wish I didn't. I wish somebody else would have preached. Yeah. Huh? This ain't easy. Right. But I want to honor God. Right because you know right. why I want to honor God? I'd like to so see you get help tonight. Cause I'm not perfect in 25 years I have failed and come through of the glory of God Brother Todd I felt like times he should just throw me away and, Just take the claim Just throw me away I'm not worthy But I'm glad for his mercy I'm glad for his chastening hands Oh he chastened me because he loves me Hallelujah Hallelujah He said rebuke them That I love uh, no I don't like to get spanked I like to do the right thing but I'm glad when I get in trouble he knows how to speak to me he knows how to speak to me uh, and I don't care what age you are this could be for young people, middle age whoever you are or the older folk of the church but look here what sin will do to you he said for I'm verse 6 and this is where in my heart what, what, what happens when a Christian sins if you want to give this a thought or a title what he said I'm troubled I am bowed down greatly and I go mourning all the day long. He can't find rest. I don't know about you. I know there's times you've got to walk by faith and it ain't just because of sin, but if you've got unconfessed sin in your life or you've got secret sin in your life, you ain't going to be rejoicing in church. I mean, you can put on a, I can run the aisle, I can hoot. and I can hard I can put on a show, but you know on the, like you said today at, at dinner with, people are just fake. I can fake it to you, but It ain't real. And who are, you trying to, who are you trying to please? Just be real with God. Be real. That's right. that's be that's real. Right. Because you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself. But he says here, I go all, all the day long. For my loins are filled with a loathsome disease. And there's no soundness in my flesh. His his fall from God. And some commentators want to believe that maybe David had a viral disease because of his disobedience to God there's a price for sin I done told you it, it fatuates then it'll assassinate huh and I hear preachers say this all the time you know us as God's people say well there's no pleasure in sin they ought not tell people there is pleasure in sin yeah it is yep for a little while but then there's a payday huh there's pleasure in sin for a season Then know it'll come huh can you see David? He's in a mess. He's in a mess. And he says here, "There's no soundness in my flesh." You know what that means? He's lost hope. That's a bad shape to be in, isn't it? No sound. He lost his his, his his life. A lot of his life. He's and some believe he may even be suicidal here. I'm telling you, sin will cost you more than you want to pay. How did folk get in that shape? It's because we disobey God and we go the wrong way and we keep not listening and not listening and the whole time the chastening hand of God the rebuking hand of God is trying to help and I'm going to show you I ain't not give it to you in four ways and when I come to a close I'm going to show you notice here he said there in verse 8 I'm feeble and sore broken David's a broken man before God and if y'all remember, I think Pastor and a bunch of us went down to uh, uh, Brother Stevie Rogers' church and I'll not forget this message. And it was over in the New Testament. There was three or four women that followed Jesus and it talked about him before they got saved and, and how after they got saved and he made a statement that's so true. He said, you follow the life of a Christian, those that's walked with God and been obedient to God, God blesses their life and they look they look so young and vibrant and and and, and I know sometimes sickness and things come but it's, uh, for the most part you know they're full of life and victory because they've obeyed God but you look at somebody who's disobeyed God and went their own way how that sin will make you older than your time yeah. right. and you look at people and you think my goodness what the old statement wrote hard and put up with I don't know if that's proper or not but it's true you can just tell because they've been disobedient to God right. <laughs> right. huh you look, what about Moses I believe it's uh, Deuteronomy 34, Exodus 34 he said there he never lost his natural strength or his eye was abated it's because he walked with God right. and God used him greatly uh, but he said there in verse 9 or verse 8 let me finish up I have roared by the reason of this quietness of my heart he said Lord all my desires before thee my groaning is not hid before thee verse 10 my heart paineth and my strength faileth me for as the light of mine eyes is gone from me. He lost his victory. He lost his life. But notice here what it says. Verse 11. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sword and my kinsmen stand afar off. Nobody could help him. Nobody could help him. Uh, I'm glad God can help you. Uh, uh, did y'all sing it this morning maybe or something? when all else, everybody walks out, then that's when Jesus walks in. (laughs) When Jesus, everybody else walks out. See, he realized, he said, I've messed up. I'm wrong. Because if you remember, I told you he had a knock at the door. And Nathan came to him and said, listen, he told him the story about the little female ewe lamb. He said there was a man, a traveler came, and this great man, took the. he had many sheep, and he took the ewe lamb. Of them, this poor man, and he killed it. And David became wroth and angry. He said, Whoever did this, restore him fourfold. Then that's when he took his mighty finger and said, Thou art the man, David. And David was a king. He could have killed Nathan the prophet. But see, he had enough God about him, he loved God. Remember on the, the hillside when he said, Let's go check on my brothers and see the battle. He took cheese and wanted to find out the good report was going on. This was David. Do you remember back in the time when you walked with God? I'm telling you, the old devil, he's a slew foot. He'll deceive you. Yeah, amen. He'll make you think sin looks good. I'll never be caught. Nobody will know about it. But if you're a child of God, God won't let you get by with it. Right notice he says there everyone's afar off nobody could help him he's all alone verse 12 they also seek my life shall lay the snares or traps before me and they seek my hurt and speak mischief things imagine deceit all the day long but I as a, de- a deaf man heareth not and I was a dumb man that opened not his mouth this was a man who was a warrior he had fought many battles now look what he's reduced to his enemies were against him and he couldn't say a word. He was in a bad shape. Uh, I'm telling you, God will let things come in your life if you don't get clean with Him. I'm telling you, was it Psalms? Psalm 68 verse 18 or Psalm 69 18? For I guard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Huh? You can pray all you want to, but until you get that unconfessed sin out of your life, God will not hear you. You can pray to the cows come home, but if you don't get right with God, God will not hear you. Verse 14, Thus as A man that heareth not, in those mouth are no reproach. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Now he's seeing it. Now he's seeing it. For O thee, O Lord, do I hope. And thou, O Lord, my God. For I will say, Hear me lest otherwise they should rejoice over me. And when my foot slipped, they magnified themselves against me. For I am ready to halt. And my sorrow is kept. My goodness. Anybody else feel the Holy Ghost yeah. in there? Yeah. Oh, 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 hallelujah. Yeah. Until the prodigal saw what he had done, he didn't come home. Yeah. Huh? What have I done? I've sinned against heaven yeah. and against my Father. Yeah. And I'm no more worthy to be called his son. But I know what I'll do. I'll go back to the Father. That's right. Say, Father, I've sinned against heaven against I know what. But you know what the Father did, Todd? He said, I saw him a great way off. Oh, and then this time, biblical times, that they wouldn't prove it. They weren't supposed to do that. But I'm glad God does things that men can't do. Woo! I follow him in that right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. hallelujah. Yep. And the father ran and he kissed him when there's a great way off. And guess what happened? They begin to rejoice. I'm telling you, the Father's looking for you tonight. Hey, yeah. He's standing here with arms wide open. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you've done, where you've been, just come home. Yeah. Just come home. Just come home. So what happens when a Christian sins? Uh, what happens? Look here. Verse 18. Look what he said. Uh, it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. First of the chapter, he's in bad shape. He's wanting to give up. He's lost hope. Right. but by the end of the chapter he's given God the glory. Well, what made the difference? Thou art the man, David. You know what he did? He repented before God. He said, I'm sorry. Uh, He wasn't like Saul. He wasn't like Saul. He wouldn't repent. So he fell on his own sword. He wouldn't repent. Uh, I beg you come clean with God for I will declare my iniquity or my sin and I will be sorry for my sin oh my goodness but mine enemies are lively and they are strong and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied and they also render evil for good of mine adversaries but I will follow thee that is good forsake me not O Lord O God be not far from me make haste to help me oh Lord my salvation oh hallelujah let me give you this right quickly and I'll be done I promise when a Christian sins there's four steps that he takes God takes a person through first is the step of conviction conviction is a feeling of being dirty along with the desire for a cleansing Wait, David failed, man. <laughs> however if you're living in sin hear me if you're living in sin and there's no conviction, let me plainly just tell you, you need to get saved. Amen. You need to get saved. Huh? If God's hand is not heavy upon you, you are lost. Yes. And if a person does not get right with God because of conviction, then God will use the second step. Number two, if you don't listen to conviction, it'll be chastisement. Chastisement can take a variety of forms. This individual that I read and after said, he said, he'll cite sickness, sorrow, failure, heartache. And after conviction and chastisement, the Christian has not turned from his sin, then God will use the third step. And he put this boldly. You don't want to be there. The third step, he'll send a challenge. Usually a challenge will only come one time. From either the preacher a family member or a tragedy or a sermon but God in some way will say you are not the man who did something wrong as prophet Nathan told King David and if a Christian still has not repented after conviction after chastisement after the challenge then God will bring the final fourth step my 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 which is consummation At this point, God is saying something is going to be done about this. Because if this person is truly a child of God, he cannot continue in sin. And I'm telling you, there is a line that you cannot cross. God will kill you. Because you are his child. And if you're living in sin and God kills you, you'd better thank God he has. It's because if you're living in sin and God doesn't kill you, you've never been saved. How's your heart tonight, church? Rather than being casual, careless, and then become callous towards sin, I plead with you from my heart, pay the price, stay pure. For there are other ministers, there's other Christians that may give way to sin, but you cannot. And he added this individual, said when we have done, if you've been on the trail as long as I've been on the trail, I can promise you, you'll be glad you did.